I can hear only hear one side. Yeah. Does that mean the conversation is only going to be one-sided? No, because it's always two-sided. <laughs> this is always a valuable contribution we both make. Okay, and you're recording already. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, good idea. <laughs> Mate, you're, you're like the ninja recorder. Is that, I never see your finger hit the record button. You're well, like a ninja. You probably need to learn and pay attention. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah. Mate, I'm you've got so a headset on with a microphone. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't consider yeah. the fact that I might actually hit record. The, mic, the mic's hot. The mic is hot. Mic is always hot, Stephen. Don't you ever forget it. Yes. Should we do a show? Let's go. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Here in Las Vegas, Stephen hasn't done a rundown. That means I don't know what episode number it is. But Happy New Year Happy New to Year everyone. to you too. And keep talking while I look feels at like, my website. Feels like we've had a couple of weeks off. It has. Well, it's our first. It's our first episode for 2020. So 2020. yes, happy New Year to Here's our Here's a hint that I've uh, a hint that I've picked up while watching the TV news over here. Um, when you're signing any documents, write two zero two zero. Don't just write you 20. know three slash one slash twenty, because someone can just write one nine after that and backdate your contract. Wow. Boom. Okay. Cool. What about that for a tip? Wow. Hey? That is that's remarkable. I'm here for you. It's when episode it comes to four hundred and nineteen. Four hundred and nineteen yeah. point one. Point one. Correct. Point one. We are in Las Vegas. We are at uh, the Mandalay Bay. Uh, we are at the food court opposite yeah. Johnny Rockets and Subway. Getting as strange we, looks for people. In as the food we have court. been pretty much every year for the last eight or nine years. This is my ninth. My ninth. So it's my sixteenth. So I. Nine years already. That's gone. Did quick. we do a show? The first. I don't think. I don't, I don't know. I think and we did a show. Yeah. No, I think the first year we did one every day. Yeah. You have to go back into your intricate records to find I do have very got detailed very records. Very detailed records. Very detailed. If I tell Trevor about purposes. an email that I sent him seven years ago, he can find it in like 20 seconds. Yeah, well, yeah, mate. Don't, don't get on Trev's bad side. He'll dig up emails about you. That's some very good advice <laughs> for a lot of people. And uh, Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so CES, and uh, thank you to all our long-term listeners who are just going, yep, we know what that is. Don't explain it to us. But the thing is... I don't know what you're saying, Stephen. Just to mention the sponsors. Yeah, of course. The Uni thing is, we couldn't Netgear. do it without yeah. Netgear and UniDen support. Okay. They're good people. I've got to work on my sign language. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> what you were doing was just simply squiggling in the air. Okay. And you, mate, you if, can't read my air writing? You no. can't even read my writing on a Shane page. Shane Fitzsimmons would not want you by his side at the RFS headquarters, okay? I find You'd that... You'd no use. I, I was... And, you know, terrific they've got that. Why, do, why isn't that on every single thing you see on television? Is it because they can't do the closed captions live like that? Or is it because it's a, like a life-threatening announcement that they need to know if someone's watching it? So closed captions are a requirement yeah. um, for broadcast television. So it, they would have oh, so been... even live TV, they can do it. There would be closed captions. But I think the issue in the modern age is those press conferences yeah. get disseminated in so many ways, internet, Twitter, yes. you know, that they're not captioned. Right. So that would be why. Okay. But it is. It's a great service to the uh, deaf community. Yeah. And uh, shout out to anyone doing a tough out there. Hopefully you're, you're okay. Uh, you, you, you oh, I, and I would say to you, I've been in, in America for three days, four oh, days. Of oh, 50 people have asked me about Every it. single American yeah. I speak to. Yeah. Uh, we, we, Rob and I, Stig and I were walking down one of the aisles here at Unveiled. And a guy simply heard us talking. He said, mm. you, you Aussies? Mm. Yeah. He goes, mate, what about those wildfires? Yeah. And, mate... 
Everyone asks about it. Everyone expresses their concern. Yeah, so and when I collected my badge, the woman says, oh, you've come from Australia. How yeah. We've been watching. You know, and, you know, I think yeah. that is, that's, that's a testament that's to massive. how, you how big You turn on CNN, any news channel, I've been watching it the last couple of days. Um, and it's just, it's just utter dev- devastation, and it's yeah. tragic to see, but you know, some amazing things being done by volunteer firefighters, oh, by yeah, Defence Force personnel, and by just absolute community members just doing yeah, their best. it's amazing how we can all pull together when we have to. And shout out to anyone. Hopefully everyone's okay. You're in our thoughts, and we hope you uh, get through this okay. Spot on. So Unveiled is, is where CS kicks off for us. Uh, and for the show, there's there's not really much before it. It's a big a uh, big room that would normally just be a convention space where they might have a thousand people at tables having dinner, uh, or a presentation, or a wedding. It could be anything. Um, but this this event, it's divided up into essentially shopping aisles. Yeah. Um, Did you notice it was bigger this year? It same size. Was one, it was one year. aisle bigger. Nah, same size last year. Oh, I think it was bigger. I think it was same size last year. Okay. But how are we going to prove the difference? It's massive. Just from my memory. There's yeah. one, two, three, four, six five, aisles. six, seven, eight. Oh, eight. Eight, eight aisles. Eight sides. No, there's only four actual aisles. Okay. Uh, both double sided, and it's you know just yep. it's 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 a trestle one table from Bunnings other. essentially for each yeah. product. And, no and one, it's no one gets dedicated named. a massive space. Yeah, it's appropriately named because this is a p- often where these products are seen for the very first time. That's right. And they're mean, unveiled. They're, that's the point of it. Now, there, it is a bit problematic. There are some people, companies that come back year on year, and you have to ask them, is this new? Is this Generation 1? Is this available? A couple of products we'll tell you about tonight uh, are not available yet because they're, yeah. they're just really at that last stage of trying to get exposure. Yeah, or distributors. Yeah, I, I heard a few people asking, are you after dis- distribution in India, in, in yeah, Europe, yeah. in Australia? Yeah. So it's a fascinating thing. And what we do is we wander through and we pick out a bunch of things. We'll probably write about many more things over the course of the week from Unveil, but what we'll do is we'll just we'll just literally rapid fire, run a few through. out of the air. So I'm going to start with uh, the Safe Tech bike helmet. Now this yes. is a connected bike helmet. Now I actually think this is my favourite product of the night. Because I see so much benefit. It's one of those things that's not silly. So some of the things we're talking about are a bit silly. Some of them are very niche. So imagine a bike helmet, and it's got all the things a bike helmet should have in terms of safety, including this amazing thing inside which actually rotates the protection, which is not their product. It's it's in a lot of bike helmets. So it's a solidly good bike helmet. So it's got all the requirements of a bike helmet. Correct. But it also has... Lights front and back. Now, that's not unique, but it's, it's very good. So flashing red light at the front, flashing white light at the, so at the, sorry, at the front, flashing yep. red lights at the back. But you can use an arrow on your handlebars, which yep. is a wireless controller, to use just the left-hand side or the right-hand side to use them as actual indicators yep. when you turn signals. That's cool. But then built into the side of the helmet are bone-conductive headphones. Now, that means if you haven't heard about them, that means you don't put something in your ear. Uh-huh. It literally just... It's a it's a pad that sits on your on your skull, and because of the way the vibrations of the world work, it, your skull you can, can turn the vibration into yeah. sound. Turns your skull into a speaker. So yep. you can pair your smartphone with the helmet yep. and have music, podcast calls, whatever you like yep. coming through. There's a microphone in the in the chin strap, but the critical thing this thing is Amazon Alexa enabled, so that you can link it with Amazon Alexa. And with Amazon Alexa, certainly in the states, I don't know if it works well in Australia. You can have turn by turn directions, so you could say nav- on your phone, you can say navigate me to there, and you'll be riding along to say turn left 200 meters, mm-hmm. turn left, turn right 200 That's meters. Smart. I saw this too. It's really, really cool. Smart. And you can even use your voice to yeah, you can use your voice for the your 
to Alexa. turn the indicator well, that, on, make the f- phone calls. The thing is, you can use Alexa then because it's Alexa enabled. You can use Alexa to turn the volume up, volume down, make yeah. phone calls, and it's without having to take your hands off and without putting yeah. uh, putting headphones in your ear. And I think that's the big thing about cycling is you don't want headphones in your ear because you don't want to be blocking out the real world. Absolutely right. What I saw is a motion pillow. This is a second generation motion pillow, although I never saw it here last year. So right, I've, say, I've definitely let, saw it. Yep. Let's say it's new. It's a, it's like a contoured <laughs> pillow. that has a little uh, detector that sits on your bedside table. And what the detector does is detect the sound. So if it hears you snoring, it inflates the pillow to force you to turn over. So it sort of makes the inflates the pillow where your head is to make you roll your head, to move your head, and hopefully open up your airways and stop snoring. So rather than waiting for a, a... elbow in the ribs from your partner yep. this, the motion pillow does that the first generation is just under 400 bucks available still but the second yeah. generation is coming out in a few months in April a little bit over 400 bucks the big difference is the, the sensor that sits on the side of the, on the bedside yeah. table it doesn't have a power button and you know why most people weren't pushing it most no. people were forgetting to push the button yeah right but it, it also, that, that's what recognises the sound, so it's yep. like the brains of the operation. That's right. But it also, too, it can capture your sleep data. There's an app that yeah. can then analyse your data, your personalised snoring data. Of course. Snoring, and I, look, I'll, I'll admit, my wife's gotten up in the middle of the night and gone to another room because I've been snoring, even though she's been... Jabbing you with the elbow. Jabbing me yeah. and, and, and it just got too much. So a, for, uh, this could be a marriage saver. Absolutely. So that one will be out in, in around April. Now, I don't have dogs. You do. Um, this one is an interesting one. It's it's only available in America and Canada at the moment. And I, I thought it was a bit gimmicky, but it's apparently a very big market, a virtual fence for your dog. Now, yep. there are virtual boundaries that already exist. They're kind of a semi-physical um, way of creating a geofence for your dog. This one is collar-based. Yep. So the idea is they don't wear it all the time, but let's say you can let the dog run in the backyard. You've got a big yard, you've got a farm, whatever it might be, but certainly even if you're just in a small suburb and you want your dog to be able to run free but only within the kinds of confines of your block or your or like house block or your even your residential block, you know, certain houses and friends, yeah. you can set up a geofence. So you put the collar on and you take the dog for a walk along the boundary. And then that's the boundary. And then when the dog goes near that boundary, near the boundary, uh, a high-pitched beep that it can hear, uh, it gets even closer, an even louder pitch pitch with you can hear. And then when it gets on the boundary, it gets a, a static reminder is what they described it as. So electric shock. Electric shock, okay. yep. yep. Um, and, and <laughs> Static reminder. That's okay. what you call it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, which then, you know, this teaches the dog. Okay. And there's, there's demonstrated evidence that the dog learns that's the boundary. So it goes past that, it's going to be painful. Near it, Correct. it's going to hear now, stuff. Now, to be clear, it doesn't stay turn. shocking it after. It, if it oh, runs, yeah, it yeah, runs yeah. away. But it's fully connected, so you can then find the dog. Okay. So, so GPS, GPS as well. SIM card, every six seconds, gets a location, you know where it is. Awesome. Really cool product if you have a challenge with dogs running, running okay. away, or you have the kind of yard that you kind of need that additional level yeah, of Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, support. I'm going to continue down the pet theme. I've got sure. two quick products yep. here. The first one is called Inupathy. So, sympathy, but an I-N-U at the start. Inupathy. Now, this is... A device mm-hmm. that's like a heart rate monitor for your dog to help you know its mood. So it it, it by detecting well, various... Well, Ziggy and Zaggy, always happy. Exactly, because they've got great masters. But oh, with this device... Masters? Yeah. Seems very... Uh, Mum and Dad, I don't know. Wow. Whatever you call that. But what this does, it can detect different heart rhythms, rates of a dog. And it gives you a visual indicator as to their mood. So if it's red, you might think that they they might be stressed. If it's blue, they're calm. If it's 
rainbow colour, they're they're content, they're happy. Uh, if it's well, there's all these, I think it's purple for all these different moods that they feel. So rather than you trying to work out, and I've had this to- with with my dogs where. Ziggy doesn't seem himself today. Logan is not. Yep. He doesn't seem himself. He's not eating. He's, he's not eating. Or so you, you kind of you're trying to read the dog that way. This gives you this visual indicator that oh, like it's it's red. And he must be upset about something. Yeah. So it makes it a lot easier to communicate with your dog and work okay. out if there's something wrong with them. Give them some support. If Here's another one down. called ways in. Because that's exactly what it provides for your dog a way in oh, to your home. There you so go. this is a. This is a device. It's a smart sliding glass door opener. So a sliding door opener. Yep. And you just put, put it into the door jam. And there's no tools required. It's really easy to install. Yep. And it's got a motion-controlled sensor on board. So And look, I have this at home all the time. I'm going to get this because if I shut the door, say we're at, at night, we've got the dogs inside, we're watching TV, and when one of them wants to go outside, they stand next to the door and just look at the door. They just stand there, don't move, just look at the door. And I think, I think, oh, okay, we've got to go. So I've got to get up and I've got to open the door. And if with this, it would do it automatically. But what's even better is that if I'm not home or Joe's not home, none of us are home. So on these hot days we've had over summer, I've left the dogs inside. We're, on New Year's Eve, just so the dogs wouldn't, wouldn't crap themselves because all the fireworks, we left them in the house. We didn't let them out. So in this instance, this would give me the this would give them the option of being able to go in and out of the home, and it's and it can link up with a smart camera that you can link through the app. How does it that, stop a skinny burglar getting through your door? Well, it detects heat and motion, and opens up the door. So that I don't know, but it it is it is monitored through. A, but no, you can if you want to make it triggered only by you. So you can make it so it's not automatic. You need to approve it. It's up to you. So that would be more the more secure way to do it. But then you, you might get a notification every, 30, every three minutes trying to let the dog in and out or the cat in and out. But it, it's, it can also be used with a dog collar as well. So that, that could solve that problem. The dog collar talks to the, talks to the sensor yeah. and opens as well. And I mentioned it can already be integrated with third third party smart cameras as well. But you know, convenient little pet device. Someone's thinking that's what matters. Exactly right. Um, this one is called Sensors Call. It's the business name. It's actually called Care Alert, but it's not related to the Care Alert alarms that exist in Australia. But it's in that similar vein for the seniors. Now, um, if you have an elderly parent or grandparent that, frankly, is getting to the point where they should be moving to a home because they can't, you can't reliably ensure they're going to be able to look after themselves. Then a lot, a lot of friction there. You don't want them to go into a home. So a lot of options are, you know, um, cameras so that you can yep. see what they're doing. But that's a, pro- a lot of people feel that's a privacy, privacy. thing. Yep. And there's also smartwatches and things you can get. But the problem there is uh, getting granny to charge the smartwatch every week, let alone a few days, going to be a problem. This thing looks like a, uh, a motion sensor. Yep. Plugs into a PowerPoint. The idea is to have maybe two or three in the home. Uh, bedroom, bathroom, lounge room. Okay. Put them in your home. And then the app... Like you're, you don't live there. You're not there, but it uses the internet, and it, it detects their pat, their their normal usage pattern. They get up right. at this time. They always go to the bathroom. They they're in yep. the lounge room. Yep. They're normally in the lounge room most of the day. They normally go to bed at this time. They always go to the bathroom. Okay. You know, this many times during the day. So they're still independent in their they're, own. They're home, independent, but you're and, still monitoring. And you can see it. And there's like kind of like a, an Apple Rings situation where it shows you whether there's been the normal amount of activity. Okay. And if the activity level has been lower than normal, it gives you a notification, and okay. you can act upon that by ringing them now. What if mum or dad or granny doesn't answer the phone? Bloody hell. It's got a speaker in it. shopping. It's got a speaker in it. 
Ah. You can on the on the on the app. You can just go, Mum, pick up your phone, please. I just want to know you're okay. So you can actually broadcast to the home. Yes, right. And say I don't know where you are. Okay. And because it can hear as well, you can say are you okay? And they might, you know, murmur so that they that audio. they have a problem. Ah, they might be right. uh, might have fallen off out of ah, bed. Okay. A really wow, interesting that's really product. Smart. He thinks it'll he'll have it in this quarter. He thinks it'll be 150 or around 100 dollars per unit. But he would like to think it could also be free on subscription. So you get okay. the unit for free. You subscribe to the service. Well, let's go the opposite end of the of life. And uh, we've talked about uh, elderly people. Let's talk about babies. Yep. There's a, a product called the Baby Brezza, and this is I call it <laughs> I call it an espresso machine for babies. Wow! Because it's <laughs> wow. You put your formula inside. We really got to this. Go so on. So yep. you, you you put your formula inside, and there's water in there as well, and so you can precisely get your right bottle proportion, so the right amount of uh, formula in the bottle. Yep. But it can also heat it up to the right temperature if you want to as well. And being smart, there's an app that you can you can actually activate it all remotely through the app. You can hit hit the dispenser to put the formula in, then it puts the water in and mixes it up, gets it to the right temperature. But the app also helps you track the feeds you've had during the day. So yep. say, okay, the feeds were at... Are you eight, hoping ten, that your kid's going to come and get their own? No, it's not. It's it's not that automatic, but it just look for. for Jacko got a coffee for, machine for Christmas. For, so a new, <laughs> for a new parent, this is kind of just takes the just a little bit of the stress out of the situation. Just yeah. helps helps give you the right amount of formula, the right temperature. Oh, two reasons it's brilliant. One, baby market, big money, massive. You're always spending money. Yeah. Two, uh, two parents working different hours. One of them feeds, the other one doesn't. You get yep. up in the morning, baby's crying. When did you last feed them? Yep. Uh, you'd actually, I assume, you can tell when they took the thing out. Exactly right. So the you know app, when the last the app, was. The app comes into play, which lets you track. Don't it'll, have to wake your wife up to find no. out that she fed the kid three hours. You ago. can look on the app and say, "Oh, there was an, an, a feed three hours ago," and you can even make a note. Look, uh, you know, little Johnny never took the bottle. Yeah, didn't eat. So you can make your notes and sort of keep track of all the feeding yeah. times, rather than having to use a, no- a Good notepad. Good old little Johnny. So uh, little Johnny, the uh, it's got advanced Wi-Fi on board. The whole Formula Pro. Is the is the the sub te- the subheading of this product? But you know how popular I said to the guys, I said this will be massive in China, and they go, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, don't you guys? I oh, know no, China's a lot closer to Australia than it is the US." And they were saying, I was saying that it, it's very it's very common to see like twenty Chinese people outside a supermarket before it opens, lining up to buy baby formula. They said, "Really? They couldn't believe it." I said, "Yeah." Mate, get this one, ship it to China as soon as you can. Yeah. So this this is uh, use the formula, use the water, and adds the smarts as well. Well, let's fast forward to the age of 55, 60, okay. and you've got mild to moderate hearing loss. Now, New Hearer, Aussie company, Thank Perth you company. for not making a crack about my age there. That's I was waiting for it, but thank you. <laughs> thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Stephen, your You're Christmas present in a couple You're of years. You're an idiot. It's going to be a set yeah, of New Hero I into buds. that one. Now, yeah. four years ago when they launched the New Hero Buds here at CES. I've heard them. Love They were excellent. They're very good. Them. Here's the thing. I'm just going to describe them initially as truly fully wireless headphones. Okay? Yep. So they're earbuds, fully wireless. Yep. Do your best. That's how I use them. Um, and that's, that's one of their primary uses is just Bluetooth headphones. But the critical technology they have in them is essentially a hearing aid style noise amplification. Now, they're not to replace hearing aids for someone who, who absolutely needs a hearing aid. Yes. But when you get... There's a bunch of things. They've, they've got research that shows people at 55, they get a hearing test and they do nothing about it mm. because of the stigma around having a hearing aid, because of the price. Hearing aid's like 1000 bucks or more, right? So what they're saying is, you buy these, these are 500 bucks. they are coming out in, in a couple of months. They're on a Kickstarter at the moment. 
and you get yourself a set of active noise cancelling excellent headphones that you know do everything you need your phone calls everything everything you need right but they also have a mode that allows you to go boom amplify so you can have hearing aid like amplification of your surrounds so you're actually using them as essentially hearing yeah. aids. I've tested the. I remember the first version, and I remember one of the tests we did was, you know how noisy it is up there. Yeah. We were having a conversation, and I was wearing them, and I could hear every word he was saying yeah. really clearly from in front of me. Yeah. So it sort of isolated him, so I could hear him properly. Yeah, I think they're very yeah. good. So new Hero IQ Buds Two Max. They'll be out in a few months, and there's a Kickstarter now for them. If you've got a friend or family member really who smart. is getting short on their here. Okay, here's a product called DNA Nudge. Now, here's a little bit of background to this one. The guy who I saw on the stand for this product, I initially recognised him before I recognised his product. And I was sitting next to this guy on the plane from <laughs> Sydney. I think he's based in Singapore, but he's an Aussie guy, and... This is his product. He was on the plane all the way from Sydney and LA, then to Vegas. He was in on the same flights as me. And I said, and he says, hey, and I said, oh, what do you got here? And actually, what he had is really interesting, right? So it allows, it's a wristband that knows your DNA. So you do a DNA test, there's a little kit comes with it. The wristband knows everything about your DNA, okay? So now you can then shop using your DNA. So if you're going to a supermarket, and you pick up a product, the wristband's got a little scanner where you, you turn, turn it like you're looking at the time. It scans the product and gives you a red or green light to say, that's okay for you, that not, that maybe not. So you know how we're all different in our composition and how we handle different salt levels and oil and fat and all this sort of stuff. It can give you those precise indicators of whether a product you should get if the product is okay for you or not. So we're shopping now rather than relying on the marketing of the product and the packaging and all of that information, and even rather than having a look at every line by line, every detail of the product, whether it's got too much salt, too much sodium, all Mm. this sort of stuff, this will now tell you what is good for your body because it knows your DNA. Bingo. So... And the, the wristband as well is like a bit of an activity tracker so that if you sit still for too long, the light turns amber. In other words, get up off your bum and walk around a bit. You lazy but old man. It is, it's the world's first DNA band that makes you make, helps you make healthier choices for your food. So really interesting. interesting. There's an app as well, of course, with it and gives you all that information. A new the guy was saying to me that he's already got deals in other parts of the world. He's trying to get coals and woolies on board, mm. and it's just simply scanning the the barcode. Barcodes, so yeah. that that data's out there. So uh, he's hoping that he you know gets some endorsement from coals and a partnership with coals or woolies wow. as well, in Australia. All right, you've reviewed the Muse headset. It's uh, like a yeah. like a brain reading kind of thing that goes around over your ears. There's a new one um, which is like a headband. Comfortable headband, but on the front that's sitting on your forehead is the sensor. Now, this sensor will determine your brain, bloody rhythms and all brain that stuff. Brain activity, yeah. The whole idea here is, like the original Muse, is to help you with meditation. So there's an app. Yep. Uh, you might be wearing headphones or just listening to a speaker and you're listening to meditate, meditative music. Mm-hmm. This one, because it can detect a whole range of things, it can then, like the other one, it'll kind of prompt you with different things mm. like focus, mate, pay attention, whatever. Yeah. But critically, this one will also do sleep. So this uh-huh. one will help because it's comfortable to wear in bed. This one will help you get to sleep. So it'll actually help you and talk you through the process of getting to sleep. Yeah. Uh, so it's a meditative process that will help you get to sleep. 
Um, and that's so what's what this one? The, the Muse, Muse 3, three or, I guess. Yeah. The, or the Muse, I reviewed Muse 2 and it looked like a pair of sunglasses, yeah. but without the sunglasses this, on the front. This is a headband. Yeah. Uh, like, like, remember those um, speakers you used to get with a running band and there was headphones in yes, your ears? Yes, Kind of like that. It's a, it's okay. a, it's a headband. Oh, so it's flat on your head. Headband, flat, little okay. sensor that takes up the idea of three it, or when, four centimetres on your head. When you're using the app, the whole idea is to quiet your brain yep. and... and in the app, you, you, this noise comes up like rain, heavy rain. The more activity in your brain, the heavier the rain sounds. So you've got to focus to try to reduce the sight, the noise of the rain. Right. So when you get really good at it and you can focus and control your brain activity, it, it and I noticed some improvement in the week or two that I use it. I noticed improvement from day one, I was hopeless. Day 14, I was nailing it. I was, I was, I was really able to quiet yeah. it down. Yeah, it Pretty made cool. a real difference. Yeah. yeah. Next one is, uh, it's, called Max Pro. Now, this is a smart, portable gymnasium. Now, this is... Carry bag the, portable, the, like yeah, you bring yeah. it on the plane? backpack. You put okay. it in a backpack. All right. And the whole idea of it is there's Bluetooth as well because it's smart. But the whole idea is the, it, it, there's a base to this, to this system, the Max Pro system, where you can... Uh, there's dials so you can, through the technology on board increase or reduce the resistance. Right. There's a dial on the side, so you can choose your weight. Say you're doing a, a curl and you want a 75 kilos, you just wind it up to that yep. to that, uh, that weight and you're able to do it. And so the base then clips on bars and handles. So it's, it's, it's like a gym. You could literally take anywhere with you. So... Don't make any forget making excuses about going to the gym because the gym's there right with you all the time. Oh, and I'll still find and, excuses. And with the with the app, it can record. It's got all these suggestions that you want to do an upper body workout, lower body workout, whatever you want to do. But then you can also tailor your own workout. Now, because it's got Bluetooth on board, it knows every single repetition you do, what type of exercise you're doing, so you can track all of those exercises as well. It also works as a resistance trainer as well. Like There's a, a thing called that I use sometimes, the TRX system, which just uses your body weight, so you, you use that, and it can also be set up like that as well. So rather than having variable weight, it can also be static and give you just using your own body weight for the exercises, but... Really smart, folds down to, I saw every little bit folded down to the size of a backpack. So it's literally one of those things you can put under your bed, then take it out, put it in the cupboard, take it on holidays with you, whatever you want to do. But Max Pro, companion app with it as well, as I mentioned, and is a really good fitness assistant. Well, I'm going to give you two things before you round us out. Okay. First one is called the Cooking Pal. Yeah. The Cooking Pal, I can say this because they would never would, but it's a, it's a Thermomix competitor. Ooh, so it looks to me like a Thermomix. It looks like it could do you're everything. You're into Thermomix, are you? <coughs> well, never, we've I've got never one. used Thermomix, yeah. $2,000. They're not bloody cheap. Wow. The old Thermomix, but they'll do everything. You know, you can make mashed potato and you can make spaghetti bolognese. You can okay. do everything in it, right? Well, you just throw everything in and it just does it. Yeah, because it, it heats. As okay. It can actually cook. Right. Right? So okay. that's, that's why it's so diverse. So I'm just going to say straight up, it does all the things that a Thermomix would do in yep. one device. The difference is it's got a, um, it's got a screen... Uh, like a tablet, like a little Google Home screen, but it's a tablet you can take with you. So a Thermomix has a screen, has all these built-in recipes that you can choose. The big difference here is this thing has a screen that you can talk to. So like with Alexa and stuff, you can ask it to step you through the recipes. And critically, and she made this point to me many times, you can put your own recipes in. Can't do that with a Thermomix. Right. Under $1,000 in, in America, so it will definitely be cheaper than a Thermomix. I I actually think because the other thing a Thermomix is sold through like an Amway style process you can't go to a shop and buy a Thermomix. Is that right? Yeah, you've got okay. to you've got, got to go to your directly. local you've got to go to your local Thermomix uh, you know consultant. Oh right, so it's you like know. Tupperware. 
Exactly. Right. 100%. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes and if it gets to Australia. But um, the cooking pal, that'll, that'll uh, uh, smash some waves. And to, to clean up after your cooking, a toothbrush. This one's called the Tooth Wave. I've seen toothbrushes every year at CES, and most of them are rubbish. Um, this one could well be in that category. Don't know. Um, looks like an electric toothbrush. I've got, got a toothbrush to talk about after this as well. But it has RF technology, RF radio frequency. I said to the ladies at Talkback or Music, she didn't laugh. So that was disappointing. Over the head. Mild radio frequency waves. If you're a 5G nut job, don't use this because it'll obviously cause cancer. Um, but yeah, basically, it's a it's a smart toothbrush that uses additional technology RF to push through the you know the toothpaste in the enamel, and yeah, it's just better. I don't know. Well, the other toothbrush that I saw was called the Y brush. All right. Yeah, it was it looked like a mouth guard. On, on, a, on a little device. I've got one of those. Did it on the Today Show. It's so rubbish. The Y brush. So what you put in your mouth yep. and brushes, brushes each side for ten, in 10 seconds. And then you turn it over and do That's do rubbish. Bottom. I've got one at, at the office that does all, all of it in oh, 15 seconds. So basically Front, back, looks, middle, top and bottom. Like, looks like a mouth guard. Vibrates. Yep. Pretty yep. solid. Yep. And then also uh, has the same bristles on the inside as a toothbrush. But rather than you having to wash up, down, two minutes, in and out, it does it does one row, top row of your teeth in ten seconds. Turn it over, do the bottom row of your teeth, bottom teeth, in ten seconds. So twenty seconds or five seconds of these all up, ten seconds to do everything. Right, the Y brush. Okay, but to round out the show, Trev, and I've never seen a product of this type at CES. I don't know whether you have or not, but this I'm going to say no. This is a let's just call it a sexual device company called Laura DiCarlo. And I'm just going to read this, okay? I don't want this to be I don't want a anyway. bar of this. So, yep. this is, it's called the Ose. Now, introducing Ose. Introducing our award-winning robotic massager for blended orgasms. Designed to mimic the best kinds of human touch. Ose combines a G-spot massager. You know, we're massager. sitting in a public food court. You've, don't interrupt, mate. Ose combines a G-spot massager and clitoral mouth to arouse and stimulate both pleasure points simultaneously with flexible body and custom controls. Ose adjusts for the perfect fit and delivers the right amount of touch to your unique anatomy. Now, I asked the question. I said, look, is this for men and women? Oh, stop it. And she said, yeah, but it's mainly for women. Well, I'm just asking the question, mate. It's mainly for women, obviously. Um, and this is oh, look the, the the reason this is at a tech show, and, and the, their big their big um, their handout they gave out says this is not a sex toy, this is sex tech, is what their sort of their their calling <sighs> sign is there. But their motto here, this is Laura Haddock, the founder and CEO of the company. She says, and she's quoted, "We're striving for a world where folks can feel comfortable in their own skin." and their sexuality, and lift other people up and make sure more diverse people have their place in tech and business. So... No, Stephen, they just want to sell vibrators. Okay, well, it's a, it's a, it's a, there's plenty of tech built in. So should we call it a smart vibrator? No. It, do, it doesn't quite look like a vibrator. It, okay, it looks, I, I would know what any of these things look like. It looks like more like a, it's like a U-shaped device and, yeah... It, it, as you said, fits various parts of their anatomy. And does it, it's going to maybe put us out of a job. 
I don't know. <laughs> so he's got up your game, Steve. Exactly right. Yeah, nothing, nothing like the real thing. I say, but anyway, <sighs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> really don't know what to say. Look, if you could just address your complaints to at Stephen Fennick. <laughs> um, Come on, Trev. I, I, I don't endorse these comments. Um, <laughs> I'm a little bit oh, that was a funny way to finish off don't you by reckon, the mate? whole situation, to be honest. Okay, are you going to visit that area of the show? They're whole, they're in an area. Because as right? I understand it, because you you that told product, me, I that never product, knew this. That product was awarded and an an innovation award at some okay. point. Yeah, it was taken back for some what? controversial reason. What? And, and a lot of controversy ensued, and thus the Consumer Technology Association that runs CS have created an area of the show dedicated to such product. Really. Well, I I never knew that. You knew that. So Stig knew that. Okay, <laughs> okay. So this is so there's dedicated area. Yep. First time. Yep. For. Yep. Do you reckon there'll be sex dolls in that there? Well, how will it work, mate? Stephen. Because years ago at the show, this the CES used to cross over with the porn the porn show, the AVN. I show. believe it's called the Adult Industry. Adult yeah, Industry Show, you. right? And some they used respect. to have a massive awards have night some respect, as well. Stephen. Okay, but who are they? We used to call it the porn show, and. They used to overlap by a couple of days. Where you know, you in, go the to Venetian, the porn shop later? in the Venetian, yeah, sure, mate. The gold and silver dollar shop. The I'm talking about. Okay, I, I went there today. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I went there today, and, and opposite the shop is the um, Rick's Barbecue, which wasn't bad. Bit exy, but not bad. Is it Rick from the? Yeah, gold Rick. And Rick, dollar it's shop? his. It's his shop. Yeah, his pictures there. I don't know. Where he runs the bloke it. from the gold and silver. Yeah, dollar Rick. Shop. Rick Harrison. He he, yeah, he runs it, the barbecue it, as well. Rick's Barbecue. Uh-huh. Yeah, just opposite on the other side of the car park from the yeah, right. porn shop. Okay. But yeah, no, it's not the porn you're talking about, though, no, is it? The adult industry uh, show has yeah, moved so, a different time of year. Yeah, I know. Well, it used to cla- and I went one year. I got accreditation and went, and it was the it Daily was, Telegraph. Uh, I mean, it was big journalism, absolutely. And and look, yeah, you know, in all seriousness, porn has in the past decided VHS number of beta. technology VHS exactly. Porn decided that Blu-ray, HD DVD. Porn had I'm not saying responsible, but they had a strong showing in Blu-ray. They had a strong tip, showing, did they? To to yeah, they finished strong to um to determine. It's not about how long you're in the game; it's how you finish. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. Geez, right. Billy Weaver's going to have some fun with this stuff. Easy. What? Thanks yeah, for the. That was intro. a great intro. That I, was I don't genius. think I can use it. Yeah. Genius. But yeah. thanks for the intro, Billy. Yeah, I've I've, I've thought of a really of a really dirty joke. I'm oh, not dirty joke. I could say it. But it's a sexual sort of joke, so I'll, I'll say it again. If you want to direct, oh. if you want to direct message me, I will tell you the joke. Oh, okay, yeah. If, you, right. if you've reached this part of the show, if you've gotten this far, and you want to hear the joke I was about to tell, uh, I will tell it to you via Twitter. Yeah, and, and I'll just give you a teaser. <laughs> the the first line of the joke is, and this is for people who know golf very well and are fans of Greg Norman. I'll, uh, the, the start of the joke is, why is Greg Norman popular with women? Wow. And well, I'll, give is, the punch line. I'll give you the punchline. I'll give you the punchline. Episode 419 of Two Bikes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Unity Dan here at CES. Stephen, we'll catch up a couple of times this week. A few times, uh, yes. It's press day tomorrow. We'll catch up on uh, on Tuesday with all the press day announcements and some stuff from the show floor. Definitely again on Wednesday with some more show floor action. It's going to be a big week. I'm very excited. It is. It's massive. And, uh, yeah, look forward to catching up. All right, people. Uh, we'll be back. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag on Twitter, at Stephen Fennick, at Trevor Long. And we appreciate your support. We appreciate your uh, long-term support. And for those that are listening for the first time, 
Well, haven't you been in for a treat there at the end of that show? Uh, we'll be back again <laughs> in just a few days with uh, a second instalment of episode 419, Two Blokes Talking Tech.